Hello, everybody, and welcome to Part of Me Podcast, created and hosted by me, Jamie Reynolds, where I will be providing techniques and guidance on starting, maintaining, and measuring your plan to fulfill those desired goals in your life. If you are ready to start achieving your goals, join me every Sunday and stay tuned to the end of this episode. Make sure you visit my webpage for free printables. Now, let's get to work. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. I am so excited to have you back here. I hope you enjoyed the last episode where we talk about celebrating your wins. That is such a big thing and very important for us to do as we're going through our goal setting and planning process. But this month, I have a big treat for you because we're going to be entering into a four-part series. And this four-part series is gonna be about you aligning yourself with your goals. And so what better way to enter into this series than to talk about when you are just trying to get to that goal, but you feel like you have jumped so far off path, you're trying to figure out how do you get yourself back to that. And there was no one better than I can think of to bring on to this podcast than my good friend. We co- we go by BG when we talk to her, but Brittany Garrett, welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hey, girl. <laughs> I am doing pretty okay. I am happy to be here. Thank you for thinking of me and wanting me to be in your space. So I'm really excited to to be here and I'm excited to jump really into the topic because I think that your guests will learn a lot and, and, and feel motivated for real for real. Just to guys, just give you some um, slight background. So BG is a wonderful content creator. She has great space on TikTok and also Instagram where she posts a lot of different things. But I had the beautiful opportunity of hearing her story and just how she has come from so many different things within her life for her to get to where she is today. And, you know, what better way for you to feel motivated and feel encouraged and how to get through some of these hurdles that you've, you're going through, or you might feel, you know, uninspired or unencouraged or stuck than to hear someone who had some hurdles of her own and actually got through it. So um, we're going to go ahead and dive right in. BG, would you mind sharing with us just your story and just, you know, some of the obstacles that you've gone through in life? So I am BG. I go by B Garrett on social media and I like to go by, I'm a regular degular girl from the Bronx. (laughs) I was born and raised in the Bronx, New York, and I was born to two crack addicted parents. Both of my parents Mm -hmm. were on drugs and crazy enough, my mom was still actively using when she found out at three months that she was pregnant with me. Um, I wasn't born into crack because she was able to get herself clean, but you can only imagine having two addicted parents and what life would bring from having parents who are addicted to drugs. And so, you know, I was born and life had been pretty hectic since then. Yeah. Um, I've been in fo- I was in foster care since the age of two, and I was in kinship care. So kinship care in New York City is when you are in the care of close family members mm-hmm. or relatives. Mm-hmm. And so my mom had been in and out of addiction since I was young. Um, my father 
was also absent, but also facing addiction Mm -hmm. to drugs, alcoholism, and different aspects of that. And so I spent a lot of time in foster care. I spent about 12 years in in the foster care system. And I went from being with relatives to strangers. Mm -hmm. And I bounced around a lot to different, different houses. And in that time of just bouncing around, I experienced a lot of physical abuse, Mm -hmm. a lot of emotional abuse. Um, I experienced sexual abuse, um, in one of my foster homes. And that was a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, the trajectory of my life because I experienced and I encountered so many different people, but my story just doesn't, you know, start like that. My Mm -hmm. grandmother, you know, was able to gain custody of me around the age of 11, 12. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my grandmother, you know, may God rest her soul. She really saved my life and really put me on a better track to, uh, kind of existing. And so, you know, of course, having that upbringing, you know, I have faced uh, mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. um, and even suicidal thoughts. At one, you know, at one point, I tried to commit suicide when I was 22 years old, mm-hmm. because the relationship with my mom was not what it is. She had gone to jail, um, and she was released to jail at one point, And my mom had gotten clean. Um, And, you know, we were working on rebuilding that relationship prior to me coming to college. And, you know, it's been a whirlwind. It's it's truly been a whirlwind to start life off. Extremely hectic. And here I am going on 33. And I am not where I want to be, but I am surely not where I came from. So, no, that's that's the best way to sum it all up because I could go deeper. But, you know... This is nearly not enough time for me to like really dive deep into all of the stories and things that have happened in these many years of life. And no, I mean, and I've had the fortunate opportunity of, you know, hearing the full essence of your story. And, and it's, it's so inspiring to hear how you have come from that and where you have maneuvered yourself to, which is an amazing thing. And which brings me to the next topic of at what point when you was kind of in the midst of this, did you realize that you were far off course from getting to where you wanted to get to and achieving those goals that you knew was destined over your life? You know, as a little girl, like, mm-hmm. even though I went through all of those uh, trials and tribulations, mm-hmm. I always knew that I was going to be something great. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt it. That was just something that I knew, like, I was going to be. And I used to always say, Fineo, failure is not an option for me because I realized that I could very well use my upbringing mm-hmm. as a crutch mm-hmm. to say why I can't be successful in life, right? Which Mm -hmm. a lot of people do. They have a rough background. They have a rough childhood. That childhood trauma follows you into adulthood. Mm -hmm. And you use that as a consistent excuse of why you can't get past where you are. And so because I always knew that I was going to be great, it was just something that I I saw the life that I could potentially live. Mm -hmm. And so it was important to me that I graduated. I went to Mm -hmm. not just go to college, Mm -hmm. but that I graduated from college. Mm -hmm. It was important for me to get a master's degree because I Mm -hmm. felt like that was going to put me in a different lane from what I could be. Because they say most foster children, uh, most foster care youth, they either become homeless. They Mm -hmm. don't get college education. They don't operate well and that they have a lot of mental health issues and they can't come from a lot of the stuff that they've been through. Mm -hmm. And so to be a foster, to be a former foster, a child Mm -hmm. and to beat those statistics but that was because I was determined and I only got through that with the help of my grandmother instilling in some things into me but also being exposed to different people in Mm -hmm. my life that spoke power into me like that was very important Mm -hmm. like people spoke power into me because I think people could see that light in me Mm -hmm. and it took me a long time to see that light in me like I knew it existed but it took me a long time to like exist in that light honestly and truly like I just knew I was going to be good and that was enough to get me to the point that I am in life 
it, so it seems as though you refuse to be a victim of your your story. Absolutely. Because here, here's the thing with the victim mindset that mm-hmm. you have to think about. If you continue to exist in this victim mindset, mm-hmm. then that is where you're going to stay stuck, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. you're going to stay stuck in that thing and everything is going to be about woe is me. And it takes mm-hmm. away the accountability. Like the choices that the adults in my life made for me up until I was able to make my own choices, mm-hmm. they did that. Mm-hmm. But at some point, I had to be accountable and say to myself, yes, those people did this to me. Mm -hmm. Yes, this was my life, but it doesn't have to be the rest of my life. Mm. And I think people get stuck in their trauma and they think that they have to stay stuck in what it is that they've gone through. But the reality is that you don't have to stay stuck in that trauma. You Mm -hmm. literally have the opportunity to change your life around once you take hold of the rings and become accountable for what it is that you want. Mm. And so the other day... A friend of mine, a good, good friend of mine, she wrote a status on Facebook that says, what is serving me? And her response is whatever I let it. Mm. And it caused me to sit down and think about what do we allow to serve us? And what we allow to serve us is what we put forth the energy to. Mm -hmm. So if you are consistently putting forth the energy into something Mm -hmm. negative, Mm -hmm. into something that is not going to benefit you on the other side, Mm -hmm. then you are allowing that negativity to serve you, right? Mm. Different from acknowledging like some of the negativity that happens and saying, you know what, this has happened. I I know that it has happened, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to stay that way. Mm -hmm. But if you focus your attention onto greater things, the things that you want and start making those movements, Mm -hmm. then you allow the positivity in your, in your sphere, in your space Mm -hmm. to serve you. And so when she said it, it had me really think like, what are we allowed to serve us in life? Mm. What is serving you? And what is serving you is whatever you put your time, energy and intention into. If there's one thing that you take from this podcast episode, mind you, understand that BG, <laughs> she's going to give you some some hot and heavy stuff and it's, it's going to make you sit here and ponder and think about what the heck am I doing? But if you take anything, take what she just said about what is serving you in life and what are you letting into your life that is, and it comes back to what is adding value to your life and what is not. Absolutely. And so, and just when you was in that space, you was realizing just that you were no longer in that path, we're... The things that were no longer adding value to your life, how did you realize those things that were not adding value to you? You know, I am somebody that has to touch the fire to know that it's hot. Mm. And so that is the way that I go through life lessons. Like I I have to figure it out for myself. Mm. And so obviously not with extreme things, but I had to learn for myself. Why do I keep allowing things to be a revolving door? Like I have mm. poor boundaries. I'm not setting boundaries for myself. I'm that not setting part. a boundary <laughs> for the people in my life. I'm not setting boundaries for the things that I want to participate in. Mm-hmm. I am just allowing any and everything to come into my space. And once you realize like, I keep going back to the same thing. I keep going back to the same Mm -hmm. thing. Like, you keep going back to the same thing. That's insanity, right? Uh And once you realize that, then what are you going to do differently? Uh And I think that I was motivated to do that because I see what is out there in life. Mm -hmm. I see that there is so much that life has to offer. But if you are going to stay stuck Mm -hmm. in what happened to you, Mm -hmm. right? Are you going to stay stuck in this could have happened? This should have happened. This would have happened. You're not going to get anywhere. Mm -hmm. You're not going to really move forward because you're so focused on what happened a long time ago, mm-hmm. right? Like there are destinies in life, but you can change the trajectory of what destiny looks like when you start to put forth the effort mm-hmm. to change the trajectory. Like I could very much end up here, mm-hmm. but if I get to that fork in the road, mm-hmm. 
if you go left or right, that's going to change the trajectory of where you're supposed to be. 100% true. When you're talking about finding your way, right? Because currently I'm in the middle of stuck, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, we talked prior to us recording, yep. right? Like, I'm in this middle of stuck because I... Mm. I am overwhelmed with what are the the things that I want to do in life and where to start and where to go and just kind of feeling like I've just been waking up every day, like going through the motions and Mm -hmm. realizing that I don't have to stay stuck Mm. and that I'm starting to challenge my thoughts and I'm starting to change the language, right? Like instead of saying that I am depressed, I usually say I'm experiencing depression, right? Mm. Because I am not depressed. I am Brittany Mm -hmm. and Brittany is experiencing depression, Brittany is currently experiencing sadness. I'm not sad. Mm -hmm. That is not who I am. Mm -hmm. And so when we attribute certain things to who we are and say, I am, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm a big affirmations girl. And anything after I am is a a statement to affirm who you are. So if I'm walking around saying, I am depressed, I am sad, I am anxiety. Mm -hmm. No, I am Brittany. I am experiencing sadness right now. Mm -hmm. And sadness is an emotion, just like happy is an emotion. Mm -hmm. And that I can always get back to happy if... I figure out what is causing this sadness. Understanding that these are all emotions that we experience and they come and go. Mm-hmm. So when I find myself in these these spaces of feeling stuck, I recognize that I have overcome obstacles. Mm-hmm. I have defeated so many odds that were stacked against me in life that right now this is just a moment of stuck, but I don't have to stay stuck. For people who are listening, you don't never have to stay stuck. Mm-hmm. You only choose to stay stuck if you're going to exist in that space and not try to find your way out of the tunnel. Like, and the, the reality is when you feel like you're at bottom, where's the only way to go? The only that way hurts. to go is up. up. Mm-hmm. You got to climb. Mm-hmm. But if you're not willing to put the effort in to climb to get out of it, you're, mm-hmm. you're not going to get there. So finding my way back literally means understanding that mm-hmm. I'm not where I want to be, mm-hmm. but I'm not where I used to be. But I can exist in the present mm-hmm. and in the future and build myself up to where it is that I want to be. As long as I, I feel like when you have the drive and, and finding the drive can be hard, but you got to find your why in life. Mm. You got to figure out what it is that you want to do. And I mm-hmm. always tell people consistently over and over again, your why cannot be somebody else. Yep. I often hear people like, I'm doing this for my mama. I'm Mm-mm. doing this for those. Mm-mm. No, because when your mama is no longer validating what it is that you're doing, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Forget, not, and, and not in a negative way, but forget my parents. Mm-hmm. Forget family who is mm-hmm. not cheering. Forget friends who don't support me. Forget those people. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. You just got to do the work. And that's the biggest thing, being willing to do the work, put in the effort. You can't just, and that's why I said before that the whole thing about manifestation, where I said that there's parts to it that I agree with. The part that I agree with is, yes, believe it, want it, but you have to do the work, put the work in and, you know, go for what you're trying to get to. And so if you did not feel anything as you were listening to this podcast episode, then you need to pause right here, restart it again and listen <laughs> to it because she, and you know, and, and BG dropped a lot of, a lot of big gems in there and you know, you might not get it on the first wave, but listening to it again and just having the opportunity to just let it settle, let it seek in and just, you know, see how it compares to you. Allow yourself to have that time and have that moment to, to resonate with what's been said. And so with this, if you want, if they want to find you BG and if they want to, see more of bg <laughs> and hear more of you where can they find yeah, you so um you can find me on social media at bq.garrett it will pop up even without the dot in it so you know thank you so much for having me jamie like this was really great i'm glad that we were able to even have this dialogue like <laughs> we 
we've talked in group settings, but we've never, never had, had this one on one before. And so I'm, I was just, I'm just happy to be here and just, I'm always happy to share who I am with other people and hope that somebody gains something and be better than me in life. Like be better. And I thank so. you so much for, for coming and being vulnerable with, you know, with the audience here, being vulnerable with me. I truly appreciate it. There's so many gems that I feel like I can apply to my life as well. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And for everyone that is listening, if you haven't had the opportunity to check out the website, um, please feel free to check out the website and leave me some feedback on how you're liking the episodes. How'd you like this episode? And, you know, just some things that you got out of it and how you're going to apply it to yourself. And so as always, I hope you have a wonderful week week and thank you so much for being part of me.